welcome to the Good to Know podcast. Before we jump in to the first episode, I just have a small disclaimer, which is that sometimes when I'm speaking, I will say words and I'll mean a word in my head, but the word that I use and that I vocalize isn't that word, which isn't the best when you're trying to make a podcast. So there will be some instances where I may say a word that doesn't make sense and then I go back and kind of correct myself because it's a bit frustrating for me. So I hopefully will get better with that as we keep doing this thing, but I just wanted to preface that before we officially kick off. So please have grace for me in this process. And with that in mind, let's dive into the first episode. Hello and welcome to the Good to Know podcast. I am your host, Court Hickey, and I am so excited to be kicking off this podcast. If you know me, you would know that this has been on my heart for quite some time. And the short version of the story is about two years ago, I decided I'm going to do a podcast. I really felt that that was what God was leading me towards and got all the gear, (laughs) got set up and the Lord just said, no, you're not creating a podcast. And I had an argument with him, but ultimately I said, fine. And I lay it down. And then three months ago, he dropped it in my heart to create a podcast. And again, I had an argument with him, (laughs) but we're here and we're finally recording the first episode. And I am just so excited as a little short synopsis of what this Good to Know podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about faith. And I am a Christian. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus, Holy Spirit. And I became a Christian three years ago, and it has been the biggest blessing in my life. I am a whole new person when I look back on who I was before I knew Jesus, and it's just been the most incredible thing that has ever happened to me. And I just pray that many, many more people come to know Jesus in the way that I know him, or have that, you know, that personal relationship with God because it's the best thing in the world. There's nothing like it. And that's, I guess, the goal and the heart behind doing this podcast. I have so many things (laughs) that I'm going to be discussing, some big topics that I really want to tackle and unpack. I guess before we do any of that, I was thinking about, you know, what do I do for this first episode? And I figured there's no better place to begin than the beginning, which is, I guess, my story and my testimony and how I got to being where I am today. Uh, Jesus is my favorite thing to talk about. And I think I love my story. I love our story. (laughs) And I think everyone has such a beautiful story in how they came to know God. And I always find it so encouraging to hear other people's testimonies. And I think 
it's just a beautiful way to, I guess, share what he's doing in our lives. So to take you back to the beginning, I grew up in a household that I wouldn't necessarily call Christian, but we were, I guess, religious in the sense that we would go to church. There was definitely a period there where we were going to church every Sunday, but I don't have any memories of us praying as a family or like my parents praying over me. I remember having a lot of questions about God, especially when you get to that age as a kid where, you know, you start to hear things and think, I don't understand how that can happen. And I remember not ever receiving answers that satisfied me. And I hated going to church. <laughs> like, my, um, the best part was if there was ever, every now and then there'd be little, like, pamphlets of the hymns that you were going to sing in the service, and there'd be little pencils. And my sister and I would just practice, like, autographs of random people. We'd just make them up, and we'd start signing the papers all over it. And if there was a service where we found a paper and a pen, it was a good service, because, you know, we got a bit distracted. Um, but yeah, I remember never really wanting to go to church. Like, I got, was baptised when I was, you know, baby, and then I did Holy Communion, and I even remember um, not wanting to do it. Like, I have such vivid memories of, you know, my mum being like, you need to read the Bible, and, you know, I had the children's Bible, and reading stories and she would say, you know, you need to read 20 pages or whatever it is and I'd read it out loud. And I remember I would just like bunch two or three pages together and <laughs> flip them over and keep reading, hoping that she wouldn't notice. And mum would be like, I think you skipped a page. And I'd be like, damn it, <laughs> I have to go back. Um, and yeah, that's like, if that can kind of encapsulate what childhood was like as from, you know, religious, Christian faith standpoint, that's what it was. And that would have taken me through until high school, right? And then in high school, I really didn't like God for, I don't, like, I don't know why. I think part of it was I was surrounded by people, not surrounded, but there were people there who would say, I'm an atheist. And you'd ask, okay, well, what's an atheist? Because I don't know what that is. And they'd say, oh, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in anything. And I kind of thought, oh, well, I, like, I knew in my heart I didn't believe in God. And I was like, oh, well, that sounds more aligned to how I am right now than what I currently feel being, I don't even know what I am. And so I essentially became an atheist and I didn't believe in God, I didn't believe in anything at all. And I think I was kind of in that space for probably a year or two. And not that I was, I wasn't loud about it, it wasn't like a, the forefront thought in my mind of, my name is Courtney and I'm an atheist. <laughs> like it didn't define who I was in any way, shape or form. I just didn't believe in God. And then I think around the age of 15, I decided I, something was missing 
And I thought, this doesn't actually feel good to not believe in anything. And I want to believe in something, but I don't believe in God. I always knew I didn't believe in God. I was very firm on that. And so I kind of looked into Buddhism a, a bit and I also got into the practice of gratitude and that was something that was simple I could understand it I could see it it made sense it felt good when I do that like gratitude brings the feeling of joy into your life so that was something I could really grasp and wrap my head around well so I really got into the practice of gratitude and then I definitely got into not worshipping mother nature but it was being really thankful for mother nature for the earth for the planet for the fresh air for the trees for the bird for the oceans everything that's kind of around us in the world I really drew my attention to it a lot more than what I ever had and that felt really great for me in that moment and in that time and then from that you know graduated high school and like even in school I went to a Christian school so we had chapel that we would go to and there would be a message during the week and all of that and I would do everything I could to get out of it <laughs> like I would go to sick bay I'd have a nap um, it, I cannot even fully put it into words how much I was against God and just didn't believe that he was real. To me, God was that, you know, big brother in the sky, just watching you, judging you. Uh, you know, he's looking at every single thing you're doing and he's critiquing you. And if you do something wrong, that's going to bring a consequence and he's going to judge you for it and it's going hate you for it it was I my view of God was a really awful God and now knowing God I didn't know God back then I didn't even really know of him or who he was as a thing separate to me like I didn't understand God as he is yet still sit separate from it to go I'm not interested I had an incorrect perception of who God was when I was younger. And so that obviously shaped a lot of my beliefs from when I was younger. And then graduated high school and really got into what you would now call the new age, spiritual, that kind of world where it was all about the law of attraction, um, the power of your mind manifesting, having crystals, the angel cards, you name it, I had it. <laughs> I would listen to the spiritual podcasts and I'd read the books on how to manifest your dreams and, you know, you are the creator of your world and, you know, positive thoughts, positive thinking, <laughs> all of that. And I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> and now I look at it. And I think, oh my goodness, so demonic. <laughs> I mean, there's there's like small things that I can grab and go, oh, that was good or that's, you know, 
helped me and when I say that's good that's helped me as in having more of a positive outlook on life not being so negative Nelly all the time I think it's a beautiful quality to be able to look at a situation you know as the glass half full rather than half empty but equally being able to have analytical eyes of seeing a situation for what it is uh, but I also believe that everyone's story, everyone's journey, it's all on purpose. And I just believe in a God that is above everything, that if something was not meant to happen, if something was not meant to be experienced, it wouldn't. Yet this is my story, so I know it's here for a reason, and so I do not regret my past in any way, shape or form, but it also allows me it gives me a whole new level of perception to be that much more grateful for where I am now and to have the relationship with God that I have. It just doesn't compare. Um, but yeah, to go back, I was really into the spiritual, new age, all of that jazz. I'm talking, I used to sleep with my crystals because I was like, I'm going to draw power from them while I sleep, they're on my body, it will have a greater impact. I was that girl. And I remember if I had to reflect on my life during those years, it was good. But I remember there was times where, you know, you'd manifest something and it was awesome. And you were like, oh my goodness, I just made this thing. Like, I thought about it, did the positive intentions, did all the things, and it's here. Like, what? So cool. Amazing. But there were so many times where I would try to manifest things or I would speak things into being and it didn't happen. And I remember I would get so frustrated and I would be questioning, I'd be like, what's wrong with me? What did I do incorrectly? What did I mess up I clearly missed a step did I not do something you know with enough intention or with enough power or enough thought or um was I maybe thinking negatively when I shouldn't be thinking negatively and I should have been thinking positively you know all of it was just going around in my mind and that's hard like really hard because it's all on you it all comes back to you. Are you creating the world around you that you want? And that's a lot for one person to carry. And we're not created to carry that ever. Yet I was, and it was tough. And I would almost say that some of the positivity that I had back then, it was fake. It wasn't genuine, but I was almost scared to really lean into whatever my actual emotion was in the moment because I didn't want that to be the reason why something wouldn't happen. Because again, it was all up to me. It was, you know, I was the one in control. It was my power of which I have none. <laughs> not that I have none. I'm not trying to diminish humans, but now being in the standpoint of being a believer and understanding that God is all-powerful and he reigns over all and that it's by his power 
outworking in us that allows us to do things. We're just not meant to do it by ourselves and we're not meant to do it on our own and it's hard. Like really hard. But no one ever would talk about that in, I guess, you know, the new age manifesting spiritual space because it wasn't in line with what they're preaching. It's all about being positive, being um, like thinking positively, speaking positively about the things that you are going to have and attract into your life. And so if you said, I feel like a failure, like I don't think I'm doing it properly, I'm not doing it well, something wrong with me. It's like, no, 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 you can't speak like that. You need to flip that into a positive. It's, you know, I'm getting better. I'm becoming more stronger every day. I'm becoming a better manifester. That was kind of the words that you would hear. And I think as humans, we have this full spectrum of emotions. We can experience the biggest highs there are in life and we can experience the deepest, darkest lows. And it's the whole darkness and light. You will not know that something is light until you've experienced the darkness. You can't really appreciate the good and the amazing and the wonderful and the awe if you haven't experienced the dark, the sadness, the frustration, the anger. And it felt, from my perspective, when I was in that time of my life, you couldn't really experience the lows. It was all focused on being high. And that's not how we're created to be, from my perspective, based on what I've read in the Bible, which is the living word. And yeah, I think that's probably, I mean, there's so many flaws with it, but that was my biggest struggle, definitely. And then fast forward into COVID. <laughs> everyone loves COVID. I feel like everyone has a COVID story about something happening. I met Jesus. What about you? <laughs> um, but a few different things were going on at this point in time. So number one, I was just watching TikTok all the time because I had nothing else to do. I wasn't really working at the time. No, I wasn't working at the time. Uh, and I had all of the time in the world to do absolutely nothing, which us humans are not designed for. We're designed to work. And that became very evident to me because I was, I think, going to bed every night at 10 p.m. but getting on my phone on TikTok and I was legit scrolling until about 4 a.m. And then I'd go to bed and I'd wake up at 11 and then do a workout and then have a meal and then I don't even know what I did for my day and then repeat. So bad. <laughs> but it was also, you know, a fun time in my life, but it was, um, it was also the time that I met Jesus. So it was good on reflection. Goodness came from it. But there was this family on TikTok and they would go live and they were Christians and they would always pray before they like properly started their live. And then they would pray at the end. And I remember just thinking, oh, that's different. 
And I also remember thinking, I actually like that. Because they were praying. They were praying. They were praying beautiful things. It was, you know, obviously they'd pray over the live and they'd pray over everyone watching. And, you know, someone that was watching who wasn't a Christian, who didn't follow their faith, I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, I like that. <laughs> and so that was kind of going on in the background. And then I was also doing this online self-development course and I was doing a few of them but one of them was instructed by a reverend and I responded so well to it because he was very open in his approach of how people could do the work and I guess for a bit of extra context say in my schooling years I'd heard people who were Christians that were around me, if they asked, oh, do you believe in God? Do you believe in Jesus? And if I said, no, I'm an atheist, their response would be, oh, well, you're going to hell when you die. Which isn't the nicest response. I get it that it's true, but whether if that's uh, what to say to someone in that moment, I'm not here to judge, but that kind of a response really pushed me away even further and made me think Christians are judgmental, they're mean, they're not nice people. That was my conception of what Christians were. So obviously I was meant to say perception, not conception. Very different things. And so having those people on TikTok that were praying nice prayers over people and then this reverend who, you know, we would do um, the first course, whatever it was, <laughs> and there'd be some reflection time at the end and he'd always say, you know, I want you to do some journaling on this topic and journal to God, but if you don't believe in God, journal to your higher power that you believe in and I was like amazing because I believe in the universe I believe in the higher power of myself I don't believe in God so this is good because I can still do this work but I can also still incorporate the universe which is my belief and so that's what I would always do you know they do the exercise and I was like hello universe uh, let me just talk away to you. <laughs> and then there was one session and it was on surrender. And it was on surrendering everything. Surrender your dreams, surrender who you are, surrender the ways that you've failed before, where you haven't quite lived up to, I guess, your own expectations. Just surrender everything, you know, lay it all down. And he said, you know, surrender to God but again if God's not if you don't believe in that surrender to your higher power and I was like great I'll surrender to the universe and I closed my eyes and I've always been very intuitive and I just heard this voice and it said you need to surrender to God and I remember sitting there thinking well that's weird because I don't believe in God but okay again because 
I've always been a believer in you should follow your intuition. You know, when you get that gut feeling of this isn't a safe space, we should leave. I've always followed that. And so I heard this voice say you should surrender to God. And that was my exact response back was I don't believe in God, but I'll surrender to him. And so I did. And I started crying and I got full body chills which again has been something that would happen to me whenever something was really good or if I was on the right track, if I was with the right people, I'd get full body chills and felt like a confirmation almost. And I remember that happened and then I kind of opened my eyes and I was like, huh. And I remember I said out loud, I was like, So God, has that been you the whole time? Whenever I've had the full body chills? Has that been you? (laughs) And I just didn't know. (laughs) And I mean, he didn't say anything back being like, yeah, it was me. Um, But I remember thinking it and I thought, okay, I've always bashed Christianity. I've never been like, woo, I'll be a Christian or I'm interested in it. And I thought I've never actually read the Bible I need to read the Bible and then I can decide if this is something that I'm going to get behind or I can actually have proper reasons and I can have the backing to say no, not for me. And so I went back to my parents' place and I remember asking mum, you know, do we have some Bibles in the house? And she said, yeah. And, you know, she pulled out the, like, King James version. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to take this one. (laughs) I remember mum saying, oh, that one's a bit difficult to read. I think you should take the children's Bible with you. (laughs) As in the children's Bible from when I was going through um, my communion. And I thought, no, I don't need the children's Bible. Like, I'm not a child anymore. I'm actually an adult. (laughs) Um... And anyway, mum, in her wisdom, was like, just take both in case. And I was like, fine, I will, but I'm reading the King James. I think I got up to Genesis 37, and I was like, okay, let's be real. I don't understand any of this. It's going over my head. There's no way I can read this whole thing. So I put it down, picked up the children's Bible, and I was, like, flicking through the pages. Um, I think I read it in, I'm going to say, two weeks. And I was just mind blown I was like oh my goodness this is so interesting it also had pictures which is probably my favorite part (laughs) and the text was really big um which was also great so you could really flick through the pages and yeah I remember thinking okay this is this is it uh and then I thought okay but I actually need to read the Bible Bible, not a children's version. I want the full thing. And so I think I bought a Bible online or something. And then I also found the Bible app on your phone. And so I just started in Genesis again, read the whole thing. And the second time reading it, I was like, oh my goodness, this was not in the children's version. And then I was like, oh, of course it's not in the children's version. It's a children's version. So, you know, there were certain things that were not included in the original version that I first read. So my eyes were opened again when I read the full Bible. Uh, But 
it was also just the other thing that was so mind-blowing is there were so many things in the Bible that was, you know, these spiritual teachings that I'd been following, that I'd been listening to from these New Age teachers, and it was written in the Bible. I thought, this book was written over 2,000 years ago, yet there are people who are taking bits of it and then taking Jesus out of it and changing the wording a little bit and declaring it as a teaching. And I thought, oh my goodness, okay, why would I follow that, which is new and not authentic? Why wouldn't I follow the original, <laughs> the OG? And so, yeah, from then it was like God had my heart. Um, and then, you know, I was obviously finding a church because, again, it was COVID. So I was doing a lot of the church online. And I remember thinking, I need to actually go to a church and I need to make friends because I am, I mean, if you took my life before I knew Christ, I didn't really have any friends in my close community, um, like in my close circles that were Christians and that's still the same today. So I really needed a community of believers that I could do life with. And that was my biggest prayer. I was just praying to God, just bring me some friends that are following you with their whole heart, that are trying to become more like you, that I can do life with. It's all I want, God. And he is so faithful, so good. And so I went to the church that I go to and God just blew me out of the water, um, gave me very quick confirmation that this is where he's called me to be and that this is my church. And I still go to that church to this day. And the, I think the first two or three times I did go with uh, a friend that I knew from just life. I had been a volunteer, so I'd asked him because I was pretty sure that he was a Christian. He was. Uh, so I went to his church. And, yeah, I remember I was hanging out with him and, you know, his brother and his wife. They're pastors at the church. So it was connected to some really great people who are still in my life today. And then I think it was the day that it was my birthday and I'd made a point of driving back. I was at the coast, and so I drove back to make sure that I was in church. It was there that night on the Sunday, and that's when I met two of my closest friends. <laughs> They're still in my life today. And from there, we there was just this little group. I think we became six pretty quickly of people just bringing other people in that they knew. And now we're a group of ten which just blows my mind and it's so crazy because when we all initially met and we were all talking about you know what's been on your heart and you know where are you at with your faith um where are you at in life how's life going one of those chats everyone had mentioned how they had been praying for godly community and the way that god just brought us all together just 
there's <laughs> mind blown. I think when God's hand is on something, there is no stopping it. And our friendship group is definitely one of those. And I am just so grateful that I have so many incredible people that I get to do life with. And yeah, that kind of sums it up. And I guess from when I became a Christian, I, I got baptized both in the water and with the Holy Spirit. And those, I think, were two such, you know, foundational moments in my life. Now, when I look back on it, they're two of, you know, such beautiful days and memories that I have. And I think particularly with the water baptism, because that's the one that, you know, you obviously do it in front of friends and family. And it's just a declaration to the world that, I am a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ and I love that I have that and that that was, you know, a day that I really declared that out loud to the whole world. It's not something that I do behind closed doors or in the private. It's, no, this is who I am and this is how I live my life. And I think basically from becoming a believer, I have just... I've gone through many seasons. I've gone through times of being on fire for God. I've been through times where I don't even want to talk to him. I've gone through some serious valley seasons. I've had eh, one or two mountaintops, I guess. Um, but I feel like I've gone through quite a few varying stages in my faith. Yet I have just had this desperation to know him and be known by him. I devour my Bible, love reading my Bible. I love the stories. I love how every time I pick it up, it's a new word and it's fresh and it speaks to me in what feels like the most unique way. I love praying to God. I'm not always the best at it and I am definitely in the process of making it a daily habit again just to make sure that I'm communing with him all the time because that's how I feel most connected to him. And it's also something, you know, he calls us to do in the Bible. He teaches us how to pray. So that's definitely, I guess, the area within my faith that I'm challenging myself to develop. And yeah, God is just my favorite topic. I love speaking about him. I am very fortunate. I work in, you know, a secular workplace. And so there are often, not often, but every now and then there are times where I'll be having a conversation with someone and I drop in that I'm a Christian and sometimes they go, cool, and move on. And that's fine. And other times they'll go, wait, what? And they're like, oh my gosh, I have so many questions. Like, can I ask you? course this is my favorite thing to talk about please ask me anything you want so I love talking about God uh, I have been so fortunate to be able to run a small group we call them a life group and so I have some incredible women who I've just been doing life with and I open my home and we get to share the word and encourage each other and pray for each other and I guess from that has birthed this podcast as well, where I just want to be able to do that for 
more people. I think as well I come from a place where I so wish that I knew the things that I know now back when I wasn't a Christian, back when I was just following whatever the world was doing. And I know there were people, you know, creating videos, doing podcasting, doing all of the things back then, and I was just unaware to it. But my honest prayer is that this podcast would just impact one person, that they would come to know Jesus, or that if their relationship with God was stagnant or they were struggling to connect with him, that this would do something to challenge them or to help them to dig further into that relationship. And so I just pray that this is something that can uplift you, that can encourage you, that can make you laugh, <laughs> that can make you interested to lean into God's word again, maybe to come at it with fresh eyes. And I would just love it that if you go into your day or your day tomorrow, just try and focus on reflecting Jesus a little bit more in your life. I know when I became a believer, that was a prayer that I would pray every day. And it's one that I'm reminding myself to keep praying every day, which is help them to see you, God, not me. I pray that when people see me, they, say, they see him not me. May he amplify as I decrease. And so that can look like smiling at someone, that can look like sharing a positive or an encouraging word to someone, could look like going out of your way to help someone, it could look like sharing the gospel, it could look like sharing your testimony, it could look like blessing someone, it can look like so many different things. And I just pray that you help God to guide you into what that looks like and how to do that well throughout your day. And hopefully, in time, I pray that we just see more people following God and being saved and that we can make heaven crowded. So I'm going to leave it at that, but I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Good to Know podcast you enjoyed this episode please leave us a review as it really supports the podcast and feel free to subscribe as well and we will see you next week